Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, a special edition today because we're not talking MLB baseball, we're talking World Baseball, the World Baseball Classic. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. I'm here with Trevor Plouffe. Producer BBD behind the dish. No Jake, as he's still in St. Lucia on a little, like, pseudo honeymoon. Not really his honeymoon. Before I even start, if you're here for World Baseball Classic Preview, jump to timestamp that it happens in, like, five minutes. Because we do have to catch up. Haven't seen Trev in a little bit. But then we'll get into it if you don't know us or care about us. Just skip, and we'll get there. But for those that do, Trev, how are you? James, it's great to see you. Beavers, obviously, me and you have been real tight during this vacation window. Um, I'm excited to talk about this because I'm I think I'm the most like world baseball classic guy at the company. I'm maybe not the company, but on this show. I'm I'm very excited about all of this. I I definitely want to try to get down to Miami for the final set, but I believe this is gonna be one of the better WBCs that we're gonna have. Uh, but I missed you guys. What do you mean Jake's on a pseudo honeymoon? He's going to do it again? Yeah, I mean, you know, Jake and Jess like to celebrate a five-day wedding. They do. Um, they're going to a different part of St. Louis, the island, to unwind. They They went yesterday, today. I think they come back. Tomorrow, tomorrow might be their th- travel day or I think, Thursday. Yeah, I think, he, I think he, he mentioned coming back late Thursday. Yeah, so Thursday is their travel day. So then yesterday, today, they went another part of the island, just the two of them to escape it all, which you do kind of need. They've been hosting and entertaining for five sure, days. Sure. Jake had like has no voice. Um, but it was a good time. I didn't see Jake that much, really, you know, because he's doing wedding stuff. I The, the times in his hotel room getting ready for the wedding was like the most I hung out with them. So I was getting some updates from the peeps on the Island. I got some video sent to me. I mentioned before Kelsey sent me this video of Jake twerking on the boat, which was awesome. But I'm sure I can imagine Jake's a very gracious host. And when you host a wedding for sure, like it's not about you, it's about your guests, which kind of stinks, but I think he kind of likes that. stuff. So I, I can like, I can actually hear his, his voice right now, like that, that, that little like Jake voice, like this. <sighs> I am ever going to other side of the island. Oh, is it a honeymoon? <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No voice. His eyes are like messed up because um, his eyes go like when he's drinking or tired. His eyes just go red. Uh, but it was fun. It was a good time. Joe's was there. Uh, Moylan, and his great. wife, and I took so many good pictures of Joe's. He owes me so much money. Uh, I basically yeah. am the best photographer of Joe's McFly on this earth. Like, yeah, on this earth, no one takes better pictures of Joe's McFly than me. Uh, it was fun. It was it was a really good time. Like um, Mandy, uh, Moylan's wife, was awesome. Never met her. Kelsey and Casey, I never met Casey. Nikki was there. His girlfriend, Lucia, not a saint. Yeah. Not yet. There. And Nikki's in the office today. So it was it was really fun. Rosie was there. He stayed at a different hotel, so we didn't get that much time with him. A lot of time with Moylan and Nikki, Kate and Kelsey. Two quick questions, because we want to get into this. One, did your old school wedding videographer like instincts kick in? Were you like, like, God, that guy should be on this side of the aisle instead of this side? Like No. No. No, they were they had a pretty solid crew. Here's one tip. If you're getting married and you need a photographer. Have your photographer know the names of all the people in the one side of the family, the other side, all the, all the photos you want. Like I want me and Jake and Jake's mom and Jake's sister. That's a photo I want and, and print it out and hand it to the photographer. So instead of, okay, who's with this family? Who's with that? Mm. Who's your friend? And then the best photographers just have a piece of paper and they go, Jake, Jess, Charlie, Joe, Ryan, and Megan up here. And then they walk up, take a picture. Okay, next. Blue, 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 blah, next. So that's like one advice I always give is those, even if the photographer doesn't offer that, just give it to them. Because that's the worst part of weddings. Everyone is like, don't leave. You're back. You're in this. Dad, don't go. You're in this photo. Everyone just wants a cocktail. Like, can I just like go drink now? Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I just want to tell you one thing before we get into the World Baseball Classic. When we went on the boat, you would have hated this. Me and my buddies, and I started it, but they were pretty in on it. We, there were these big rocks in the ocean, and we were seeing how many rocks it took to drown people. And we were just laying flat, floating on the top of the water, and then we were placing these big rocks on people's stomachs and backs and seeing how many it took to just sink them to the bottom. And everybody that we drowned came up, because you could just shake the rocks off, came up and was like, that was awesome, and asked for it again. And I just need to share that that was the best, like, one hour of my whole trip. It's like the most fun time. I'm not really sure how to respond to that. So I held two, I two rocks in my arms, on my shoulders, and then my buddy put a big-ass one on my stomach, and it, it plummeted me 15 feet to the ocean floor so fast, I hit the bottom of the ocean floor and bounced up. Unbelievable. I came up like it was a, you know, it was like the drop zone at Six Flags, or, you know, you just go, and your stomach drops. But you wouldn't think that rocks would do that to you. It was awesome. Anyway, so if you Whoa. want to practice drowning... Just make sure you can shake them off. Let's get into the World Baseball Classic. It's brought to you by Blue Moon. And I maybe I had someone when we were playing the rock game. Uh, spring training is here, which means baseball is finally back. Blue Moon gives you a dose of ballpark nostalgia to get you excited for the season. It's hmm. a bold flavor. Bright explosion of color. That color, blue. An iconic orange slice, not blue. Good mixture of colors, though. Anyone? Blue and orange? The Mets. Guarantee a one-of-a-kind beer experience perfect for spring training. Bring the ballpark to you for spring training. Blue Moon Belgium-style wheat ale is one-of-a-kind every time. Belgium have a team in the World Baseball Classic? Mm. Netherlands is the closest you're going to get there. Tell so. listeners that what you love most about enjoying... <laughs> what I love most about enjoying a Blue Moon is drinking it and feeling refreshed. That's beers the, on the berm. Beers, yeah, on, the beers berm, on the berm. Beers on the berm. Get Blue Moon delivered by visiting Get dot blue moon com slash baseball that's get dot blue moon com slash baseball celebrate responsibly all right let's get into it how we're going to do this show is we're going to lay out the the format for the world baseball classic the kind of the nuanced rules of the world baseball classic then we're going to make our picks of who's going to advance and then our bracket my picks trev's picks we'll let you know what we think. Also, maybe some sleeper teams we, we would be like excited if they win because I have a team that's like that. But first, Trev, you said you're excited. I wasn't excited. I've kind of been a little pessimistic because my brain operates on, I can't get excited until it's here. I don't pack for a trip okay. or even think about a trip until I'm a week away. And people were getting excited too far away from it happening. Now that my vacations are done and I'm in season mode now, and I looked at this sheet that we have the of information. Rosters are out. The rosters are out. We'll share this sheet with people so they can see it because it's awesome. It's a combination of like five articles. I am very excited. The reason I like to get excited about this is well, one, I've I played for Team USA before. So like I have that feeling of what it's like to, you know, represent your country. And I've I mentioned it on the show before. It's just a, a different brand of baseball. It's a very selfless brand of baseball. And I know like I kind of shit on college baseball and some of the antics that go on in there and, and it's going to be sort of college baseball-y like if you watch these games like the players on the bench are going to be up on the top step like they're going to be cheering there's going to be a bunch of celebrations there's going to be that general excitement uh the caveat being we're getting some of the best players in the world doing that and you you, you typically don't see a lot of guys um in big league games act this way, but they're going to for this tournament because it just, it really does mean a lot. Now, some guys are playing for some countries like they're really not from hmm. like Vance Borley's playing for great Britain. Lars Newbar is playing for Japan. I know there's lineage there. There has to be or else you couldn't play. Um, but the guys like, you know, the guys on uh, the USA team or the guys that play for the Dominican or Venezuela, like they're going to be so passionate. And I really, I think, it doesn't come off as like phony or fake because it's not, it's real emotion. Uh, and then you get some really good spectacular baseball played on top of it. So I think like the marrying of those two really just kind of gets me excited. I'm just excited to have a little uh, mini tournament. You know, obviously people know yeah. I've been watching a lot of Different cricket. Format. I've been watching a lot of cricket and that's all it is, is these little mini tournaments that are quick. You have a result. Like I watched the Caribbean series that was baseball. Cause it's just like a, 
round robin or a pool play, and then you advance from your pool, and then there's a bracket. I, I thoroughly enjoy that. So the format that I'm kind of touching on right here is there are five or four pools of five teams. So 20 different nations qualified for the World Baseball Classic. In pool play is round robin. So uh, each team plays every team in their pool and the top two advance out of the pool. Obviously, if you watch the World Cup or a lot of different tournaments, you know what this is. Uh, The two that advance go to the quarterfinals and they will play um, the opposite seed from another pool. So if you win your pool, your first place, you're going to play second place of the other pool on your side of the bracket. And then it's just straight up quarterfinals, semifinals, championship. We're going to go single elimination once we get out of pool play, correct? Yeah, one game. I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah, right? It's all one game. There's no series. To my, to my knowledge, that's exactly what it is, yes. So the schedule, it's coming up. It starts March 8th, I believe, is the first game. But yes. for people that live a normal life in the U.S. or Canada, the first game you're going to be able to like kind of naturally watch, unless you're a young kid, is March 11th, which is my sister's birthday. Because the, the March 8th games are, well, 10 p.m. Eastern, I guess, if you don't have a kid. And if you're on yeah. the West Coast, that's very watchable. Sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. For or if me, you have a young kid that's just still up. Yeah, like a, for me... I want to watch that 10 p.m. Australia, Korea. There's no way I'm up. I still go to sleep so early these days. I'm actually worried about retraining my brain for MLB schedule. But that's when it starts. And then from there, it's like every day there's one, two, three, or four games. We do have this amazing sheet that we're we're going off of. I think we're going to share it with the audience because our guy Dalton and Bieber has put together. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, I do want to. Can you, Beebs, go check where we can watch these games too, and mm. or if they're going to be televised? Because I don't see that here, and I'm I'm curious because I I think that where most people are probably going to join on in the quarterfinals and the semifinals, it's it's kind of cool to see how these teams kind of start the the tournaments, how they do pool play, because you're going to see the full roster during pool play, and once you get down to those quarterfinals and semifinals, you're gonna you're gonna get the guys, Rosie. I'm going to shout out something else too. Rosie did a really good interview with Mark DeRosa, the, the manager of Team USA, and he kind of explained how he was going to use the roster, and I thought it was fascinating. Damn, okay, I wish I had that because that's kind of the mind games I'm playing. We'll get to the rules. Yeah. It looks yeah. like uh, pretty much every game's on Fox Sports, Fox Sports FS1, FS1, FS2, a couple on the main network. Yeah, but and Fox cool. Sports, if you have a cable login, which I know not everybody does, but if your parents do or your friends do, you can stream Fox Sports anyway. It's very easy on the phone and on a computer if you don't have like a cable box by you, as long as your parents have one or someone, a relative. Yeah, someone's logged Your aunt. It's, uh, they've actually made it, like I watched every World Cup game uh, just on my phone and it was really easy and nice on the awesome. app. Or foxsports.com, you can stream it, which I did as well. So that's cool. And if you're, if you're, not, if you're not tuning into the, qualifiers trev what i would say or the playoffs you know world the u.s has a nice run four four nights in a row the u.s plays starting starting march 11th they open up 7 p.m great britain then on the 12th mexico they play mexico then on the 13th they play canada 14th they play they are off and the 15th they play um Columbia. So if you're not watching any other sports besides the warehouse games, obviously tune that tune in for the U S games minimum. And and you know, what's cool about this is not always like the team you think is going to win, like moves on. Like I think last year that or the last time we had, this was in 2017. It was like the Netherlands. It was uh, the U S it was Japan and somebody else that wasn't really, it wasn't like the Dominican. It wasn't Venezuela who you thought it was going to be. So like, this is like a different brand of baseball. Like sometimes things happen in these tournaments, guys just kind of take it over. Um, but it does seem to me like when I'm looking at these rosters and kind of looking at the pool play and the semifinals and kind of how they'll match up, it looks like there's a collision course there for the U S and the Dominican 
And I I think that's going to be the matchup for me in this series. We're going to get to the rosters, but man, those two teams are absolutely stacked. Yeah. And certain pools are a little more stacked than others. So the, the you mentioned DeRosa talking about using pitchers and and his strategy. Can you lay out some of the the rules around pitcher usage, player usage, and then if you can share any DeRosa insights with me. I know I want people to go listen, but I, I can't pause my brain. I need to know some of it. <laughs> the specific WBC pitch uh, usage rules, there's a minimum of four days of rest after a 50-pitch outing. I don't know how many times we're going to get that, uh, maybe towards the end. Because uh, remember, a lot of these guys are just coming back from spring training. Are, are, this is their spring training, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know guys aren't built up totally. Um, after that, there's a minimum one day of rest after a 30-pitch outing. No back-to-back-to-back days for a pitcher. And uh, we want to note that those rule changes that we're going to be implementing during the year, pitch clock, um, the um, engagement rule for the pitchers, the shifts, those will not be uh, used during the WBC. So really this is hitters – Go do your thing. Hitters are so excited, and I think they're going to go out there and just play every day. Uh, but pitchers, we really got to watch because they're not built up right now. And DeRosa spoke of that. He said that's kind of the biggest challenge he'll have uh, as a manager. Is He said, there's two things I want to do. He goes, I want to you know, win games, but I also want to get these guys back to the parent clubs healthy. And I think that's a big focus for these managers because this is – if we want this to continue to happen, you know, we can't have like a, a huge rash of injuries, you know, during one single WBC play. Now we're going to have some guys tweak some things. We're going to have some guys, you know, maybe come up a little bit lame, but we can't have like a mass amount of pitchers doing that. So we're going to have these rules implemented. And I think it's, it's probably for the best. Yeah. I, and that is where it loses me a little bit is when like, you know, you have a team like, um, Taiwan, who doesn't have that many MLB players, that's like going all out to win. And then you have a team like the U.S. The talent is unbelievable, but the priority level is different. That's where I've been excited, and then I kind of get lost a little in this. And it's like I almost wish the U.S. didn't tease me like that. Hmm. But the roster is really good this year. And the counter to that, James, the counter to that is the players aren't going to see it that way, dude. Once they get there, and and I think, like I said, during pool play, everyone's going to play. We're going to have – I don't think anyone's going to even approach that 50-pitch limit whatsoever. But as we get into the quarterfinals, we get into the semifinals, when that that trophy looks close, the players are going to be like, let me me do what I do. As long as they're built up and their arm is ready, like it's going to be very difficult for Mark DeRosa to just be like – Nah, bro, you're going to pitch 20 pitches today. You know, and when a guy's built up for 450, he's not, give me my 50 pitches. I want to be out on that mound because it is such a beautiful brand of baseball. So I think once we get further along, I think those fears that you have that the U.S. or, you know, Dominican or whatever, the guys with a lot of big league talent on the rosters aren't going to be taking it too seriously. I think you're going to find that's not the case. They're going to be taking it very, very seriously. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to. True. I hope so. All right. Let's uh, get right into kind of pool play, which will break down some of our teams and also choose the two teams that you have advancing and the choose uh, the teams that I have advancing, kind of fill out our brackets as we go. And if you need to fill out a job resume, mm-hmm. you can go to LinkedIn. LinkedIn mm-hmm. jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash talking. That's linkedin.com slash talking to post your job for free. I know that John Boy Media is hiring some positions right now, uh, actively searching, and we have a bunch of postings on LinkedIn, and we get a lot of our applicants from LinkedIn, and we kind of, that's like the only like kind of social media we've been using uh, of late to try and broaden it and, and change and get the best applicants we can. So you guys should also... Do that if you want to work here, I guess. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. We do use it. John Boy Media is active there. Not me personally, but our team. A lot of people here. Don't message me because I don't actively respond to those messages. But message our team. Noted. Noted. Same with a lot of places. Uh, Yeah, so go to LinkedIn.com slash 
talking. You could also hire people if you are starting your own business, obviously. That was, and you need to hire people. Also, you can do that. There's a lot of stuff. You can follow uh, Jake's beautiful Jess Storielli because I think she's gone viral on LinkedIn before. She's like a LinkedIn Jazz. queen. Is that like a real thing? Yeah. 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 A couple viral posts. Yeah. She's I've like, seen them. Yeah. We're connected. Yeah. She's like a LinkedIn, she's like queen of links. Queen of the links. Okay. Yeah, check that out. Also, Jake's nickname on the golf course. <laughs> Pool A, Trev, yeah. is on the left side of the bracket. They don't have names for each side, but the left side of the bracket's far weaker than the right side of the bracket. I wish Pool C and Pool D weren't on the same side. I think that would have made more sense. I think it's geographical, the reasons why. But we're going to start with Pool A. We have Taiwan. The Netherlands, which is really Curacao and Aruba players. I wonder if, like, mainland Netherlands get into this. You know, they had the World Cup. Like, are they waving orange flags? I think so. Okay. Cuba. Why 11? Cuba's there. Italy and Panama. Now, Panama is a sneaky team that made a run uh, last World Baseball Classic. Uh, the favorite is obviously Cuba. They're kind of the only team in, they're the only team in this pool that has their odds to win the whole thing are under a thousand on DraftKings. So I think we can start with Cuba because I think both of us are going to have them advancing out of this. Correct. Yeah. It's interesting. This is the first time we'll have like guys that have defected from Cuba allowed to play on the Cuban national team, which is kind of insane when you think about it. I mean, I've played a couple different, um, you know, I played against Cuba a few different times and you never get that. You never get the guys um, going back. So we have uh, La Pantera is going to be on that team. Yuan Moncada, uh, a couple of different guys chose not to go back and play, which I thought was an interesting part of the story. Um, citing just like we're not going to – we left that country for a reason. Now we're not going to go back and kind of, you know, shine a light on it. I thought that was interesting. But but some guys chose to to do it. This is a team that's very familiar with international play, and I think that's a point that I want to make here is international play is just completely different uh, than, like, you know, forming a Major League Baseball team. The, the games are different. Obviously, it's a tournament, not a long season, so – you know, single games mean a lot, especially when we get down to the single elimination. That makes a lot of sense, Trev. Way to go. So you have to know how to play these types of games and understand different types of culture in baseball. Cuba knows how to do that. Um, and, and these guys, you know, even the guys that have defected and have been over in the States, they've played on, you know, in Cuba before with different teams. They're very familiar with international competition. So I think that's that's a, a big reason why this team will – most definitely be getting out of pool a the talent is there and the know-how in these tournaments how many players on the how many pitchers on the team on cuba and this is a question i kind of have for all of the latin american or uh caribbean countries were just part of the caribbean series played a full league like those pitchers are stretched out they are a little more yes. uh limitless i'm trying to look it up now the Cuban Elite League is the name they they used for it. Uh, the league out there. I don't know that's, how to look this up. But, you know, that's a thought process that I was having is if you pitched in the in winter ball or especially if you played, if you were, so the way the Caribbean series works, it's if you win your domestic league. So the Cuba, Cuba has a league of many teams. If the team that wins that goes on to represent Cuba in the Caribbean series, Mm -hmm. if you have a pitcher on that team, they're pretty fresh. Yeah, like you're, you're totally right. The guys that have been playing winter ball and in, in, in that series and in those leagues, they're going to be kind of ahead of the curve a little bit here, whereas a lot of guys in the States that don't go play winter ball, again, this is kind of their spring training. So we are going to see a lot of those 20, 30-pitch outings to begin with as we get ramped up. But you're right. Some of these guys, if there's if there's a pitcher on Cuba that's on it, on a heater, we might see him throwing six, seven innings. And I think that's that's the kind of different strategy that each team's going to employ. If you have guys that are, you know, real starters, you might let them go a little bit longer. I don't think the U.S. is going to do that at all. Yeah. 
All right. So Cuba's one of our teams. Yeah, I mean, I have Cuba, and it seems like you have Cuba. Why would you not have Cuba? I'm trying to see. Cuba, Carbo, I don't know. I don't know the names. Whatever. Uh, all right. Who else do you have, Trev? Do you want to go first? It's it's again. This is it's different because the teams that you expect to move on don't always move on. Like uh, Italy had a really good run. I think they're the team I forgot that made that run last in 2017. They they just kind of started winning ball games. So you can't really just say, oh, Italy. They're not going. They don't play baseball because they have some dudes on the team. They're uh, Mike Piazza's managing the team. They have guys like our guys uh, Pasquatch there. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Harvey interesting name he's going to be pitching for them and it's really like you just got to get out of pool play and see what happens because those single elimination games can kind of anything can happen if i had to choose a team between taiwan Q, or taiwan italy panama and the netherlands i think i'm going to go the netherlands yeah um, there's some, there's they're, some they're, real, real talent on that team and they've shown that they can do it in this tournament before you have xander you have scope you have chadwick trump uh Ballantine, the guy that just goes over to Japan and absolutely crushes homers, he's on the team as well. Um, our notes have their pitching staff kind of being a little bit thin. They have Kenley Jansen in the back, Jar Jurgens, um, they're in the player, the pitching pool, and they can join the roster. I guess they're not even are they not on the roster for pool play? Is that what this is saying? Where are you seeing this? Kenley Jansen and Jar Jurgens are included in the pitching pool and may join the roster should the club reach the semifinals in Miami. That puts a damper on that a little bit. Huh. Kind of needs some of the back end guys there to close games out in pool play. Um, but I, I think I'm going to stick with them. I think their offense is, uh, has enough there um, and they're going to be able to score. And hopefully their pitchers can kind of hold on for dear life. So I, I wanted to take the, the Netherlands because of that, but the pitching is really thin. And I think in pool no, play, just thin. <laughs> in pool play, you're going to need a lot of pitchers. I, I'm taking Taiwan. Uh, I, I, it says here that offense will be their strength, but I just think, I think Cuba's going to destroy Taiwan because that's just like not a great matchup in my, at least in my uneducated opinion of like the way they pitch and the way those guys hit. But those, those pitchers against Italy, against the Netherlands, Panama, I think they'll be able to eke out enough wins against the pool to be the second seed especially with kind of uh, a different style of baseball. Like, they're the team. Netherlands, a lot of Curacao guys. Panama, there's a lot of um, of, uh, Caribbean series style here. Italy, I would love for them to do it, but it's kind of MLB light. Taiwan, I think, is the most different version of baseball in this pool, and I think that helps them in pool play, but might not help them enough come come, – the whatever you know what I'm saying. So I I have Taiwan, China, Taipei, whatever you want to call them. I say Taiwan, advancing as a second seed. All right. I mean this this is a, a difficult group to kind of judge. A lot of players, obviously, we don't know. I don't know a lot of the uh, guys playing for Taiwan. Same. And a lot of these All rosters their last are, names guys are not in our books. So we're kind of going, you know, by guys that we know, guys that uh, have big league experience and basing it off of that. I have a little bit of inside knowledge on some of the different styles of baseball, but I'm going recent history. I'm going Netherlands and I'm going Cuba because right. go Burt Blylev and he told me they're going to be good. Just think like the bunting a guy over, stealing bases, yeah. like wheel play, like all that. Like I think Taiwan's going to do that. They're going to they're small ball people to death. Uh, we didn't talk about Panama that much, um, but they have a decent pitching staff. They're not going to have a lot of names that you you make you perk up in your seat. Um, they should have Mariano Rivera just pitch until he dies, if you wanted to. Uh, but I would I would vote on them then. That's Pool A. You have Netherlands and Cuba. I have uh, Taiwan and Cuba. Let's go to Pool B. Can you tell people the the teams here, Trev? We have Australia. Love that. Uh, one of my favorite international teams ever is Team Australia. Then we have China. Then we have the Czech Republic, uh, which has Eric Sogard on the team. Kind of love that. And then Japan and Korea. You know, first glance here, James, I think two names really pop out at you in this pool, and it's Japan and Korea. They have the professional leagues. Australia's 
I don't know where we got this note. I don't know if Peter Moylan chimed in on this, but it's one of Australia's weakest rosters in WB history. That's kind of shots fired there. I don't think anybody from Australia wants to hear that, bro. Is that a Peter Moylan quote? Might be. They should have invited him to coach. Uh, you know, Aaron White. What's yeah. his Aaron Whiteside, he came and ruled our ping pong he tournament. He played in our ping pong tournament. White Field. White Field. Yeah, I knew. White Field. I, I knew we I was, messed that up. White I knew I, gonna, I knew I was going to get the ending wrong. Um, his nickname's Whitey. He's playing at ping pong against a bunch of people that uh, weren't white. And Peter was going, come on, Whitey. And it was like, I was like, this is a weird situation. <laughs> if anyone just from the outset heard what was happening. But that is his nickname because of his last name. Yeah, I don't think Australia is making it. So th this is one of the more <laughs> lopsided pools because Japan is a heavy favorite to win the whole thing. They're the third to win the whole entire thing. Korea is the sixth, so they're up there. But you got some teams here, Trev. And I yes. am I'm rooting for a couple things, and one of the things I'm rooting for is for the Czech Republic to win a game. I like that. Just win one Although, game. Hold on. I'm actually rooting against that, James, because Fayo pointed out to me. I was wondering, like, I should have, like, tried to, like, be on a WBC team. This is – I'm 36 years old now. I don't know how much I got left in the tank. I feel like I could still strap it up for one of these teams, and France would be, like, my team I could play for. And the Czechs knocked France out, so I can't root for them. You know who probably could have played for a Czech? Peter Moylan. He pitched in their professional league. One we screwed that. I should I should have been searching for this years ago and trying to like hop on a team. I think that would have been a lot of fun. It would have. Well, anyway, the note about um, the Czech Republic team, it says Eric Sogard is the only big league experience. There's a uh, Georgia Tech commit. He's the number one European prospect by perfect game, Michael Kavala playing. And then it says nearly every other player was born in the Czech Republic and plays in its local amateur league. So we're not getting some drift-off people like Moylan playing for the Czech Republic. No. This is a bunch of Czech players representing their country. You know what I mean? Like, motherland. So if they win one game, that's one thing I'm rooting for. Because the okay, odds are I'm, not I'm, great. I'm in, on, I'm in on it now. That We're talking about a bunch of dudes just playing ball for their country. I, I love it. Sogard better it. learn Czech. I played hockey with a bunch of Czech guys uh, when I was a teenager. They would do the local open ice. They would never let you on their team. It would be like everybody else that paid for the rink versus the six of them. Or if you were on their team, which I had to do a couple times when I was 16, they'd make you play defense. Igor played. He was the best skater, but sometimes he would suit up and play goalie. But he just skated out of the net whenever he got the puck and would like skate all the way down ice and shoot and like ruined everyone's time. But he couldn't say anything because they were drunk as shit and they would just fight. But it was fun playing with a Czech guy Saturday night. Dublin Ice Arena in California. Uh, I have uh, I have Japan and Korea. I can't, you can't really do anything else here. The note on China is that much of the roster plays in China's National Baseball League, but that has not resumed since COVID. So they haven't. What have they been doing? Um, maybe they went and played elsewhere, but I don't feel like China would allow that. So they guys haven't played in a while. They're odds like virtual reality, maybe. Yeah. The only thing is Ray Chang, their shortstop, has played in the previous three World Baseball Classics. So how old is he? Can you pull up Ray Chang's info for me, BBD? And he's like slashed really well. He's hit really well. So watch Ray Chang if you're watching China. Other than 39 that. years old. Okay. Born um, in Kansas City, Missouri. So I was out there. Uh, I hope Australia, I, I would love if Australia came out of this pool, but because Moylan's not coaching, I'm not backing them so japan and korea for me let me get a look at this australian roster real quick because i i tend to know quite a few australian ball players and i'm looking at it right now that's because you play for the twins they got that australian pipeline I'm not, yeah i'm not seeing a lot of guys who i recognize here maybe that's because i'm getting a little bit older but i think you're right james um or whoever wrote that note this is a light roster for them no luke hughes no obviously no liam hendricks uh, shout out to him. Hope his recovery is going well. No Peter Moylan. All right. Yeah, I think, look, it's, I think it's a no-brainer in this one, in Pool B, that Japan, you know, that of – I mean, they're, they're, they have like five hitters like that they're going to be able to run out there that you're like, okay, like this is real deal. They're going to make it. And Korea, who I think is kind of – like I'll just say it right now. 
a dark horse for me in this tournament. Like they play real ball over there. Yeah. They got some real thumpers on that team. Byung Ho Park, one of my former teammates. I hope he shines in this uh in this tournament. They're gonna advance and they might cause some ruckus in those quarterfinals and semifinals. I agree. I just read something interesting. The tiebreaker is head-to-head record, and then it's runs per out, which we hmm. just spent like hours devising in the conference room last week because that's what we're going to use in the next Blitzball Battle 3. Uh, it's like a formula. Um, runs allowed divided by number of defensive outs made. We're doing also runs scored divided by so it's like differential outs made. Uh, differential, so it's runs per out, but that's cool that that's what they're doing. Instead of, because straight up run differential is kind of stupid. We ran a bunch of formulas on that. Uh, Forgotten Rotten in the last Blitzball battle was the four seed after regular season, but if you did runs per out, you would have been the two seed, which makes way more sense. Shea Station shots fired were the two seed. If you do runs per out, they would have been the seven seed. Mm. And, we're, and we redid it, and even Jolly was like, yeah, that makes way more sense. Kind of confusing. But it make it's a better judge. So that's what they're doing it, when you only play so little games. Yeah. Um, all right. Which order? I have Japan winning in Korea second. I mean, I kind of chalk there. But what do you have? I, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. You're muted on amp, just so you know. We're trying to get you back on there. Ooh, I'm muted. Yes. Yep, they're real upset with you. What about now? Now you're good. Oh, sorry. He's back. Sorry, Ampers. James is chalking it up, taking Japan and Korea, and I am also doing the same thing. Okay. All right, back to the show. Back to the show. Pool C. Now we get to the side of the bracket that, if you're um, from the from North America, I think is more interesting. To Maybe that's offensive or rude. I have no idea, but to me it is. Pool C. United States of America. I like them. Mexico. They play baseball. Colombia, sneaky good squad this year. Canada, they've been involved before. I know them as well. They uh, remember the Canadian Mexican fight that happened in 2014 oh yeah, or 2012, yeah. oh, whatever it was. Man. And then Great Britain, which I have no idea how they got in here and they're kind of a fraud team. <laughs> they are. They're not like the Czech Republic. Like, is anyone British? Maybe. I, I could be wrong. But is, I feel like they're like all just Americans besides one guy who are just saying. I should. I, I might have been able to find some lineage back to Great Britain, right? I could yeah. play for this team. Yeah. Who do you got, Trev? You want me to go first? I mean, you have some favorites here. Obviously, the U.S. is a favorite. And then um, Mexico and Colombia, their odds aren't terrible. Let me see. Who do they like better, actually, there? Mexico is plus 2,200. And Colombia's plus third. No, Colombia's a long shot. Canada's got way better odds than Colombia. But I kind of sneaky like Colombia's squad. I'm telling you, man, things happen in these tournaments, James. So don't, you know, if you have a gut feeling, go with your gut feeling here because it's not exactly, you know, regular type baseball. It's just, it's just, it's played differently. I think obviously the U.S. is going to move on from this bracket. Their lineup is all time. They have everything you need. Um, it's interesting. So we, we, didn't, we didn't really get a chance to talk about what DeRosa said he wants oh, yeah. to do. So I'll give you a little bit of insight. He says during pool play, everyone's going to get at bats. And every, he's going to see what he's got. Now, some guys, no matter what, play. are going to play. Mike Trout, he said, they're going to be in the lineup every day. There was an instance in the last WBC, James, where Eric Hosmer got hot and Paul Goldschmidt ended up riding the bench. Hosmer was like just killing it, and so he played. I like he that. said the same thing is going to happen this year. They're going to ride the hot hand once they get into those elimination games. Save a few people. Like I said, Mike Trout is going to play. Um, and then he had an interesting talk. He had an interesting discussion about analytics and gut feeling. He's a pen guy. Did you know he was an Ivy Leaguer? Because I didn't. No, I like that. I didn't know that. So, yeah, I, me too. So he went to Penn, Ivy League dude. So he is, I don't want to say smarter than he comes off as, but I guess that's kind of. I mean, not to be rude, to say, right? did he have a 
What did he go to play baseball there? And football. The quarterback the football team. All right. Well, you're Stanford. It's still guy. difficult. It's still dude, <laughs> and, and it's still difficult. He maintained his GPA high enough to play those sports at a very difficult school. So I, I thought it was interesting. He talked, they brought a guy in from the Dodgers, Pat O'Shea, who runs like, you know, their analytical department there. And he said, okay, if we have a, um, a right-hander on the mound, give me like your lineup. And he said, well, Trey Turner would bat like seventh and Jeff McNeil would bat first. And Mark DeRose said, no, hmm. that's not going to happen. Like Trey Turner just signed a $300 million deal. If you go and Trey Turner comes in, CT's batting seventh. Do you think you're going to get the best version of Trey Turner that day? And the guy said, no. And he goes, exactly. So he's going to run the team more traditionally than uh, analytically, which I thought was interesting, but I think it makes sense. We want to see the, our stars play in this thing. Yeah. So we're going to get that. Um, as far as the pitching, I think that's where he's kind of like most concerned. We have a lot of guys here. Kershaw just backed out. Um, the Dodgers like wouldn't waive some insurance or wouldn't do something with his insurance policy. He tried to take one out on his own. It didn't work out. So he's off the roster. Nick Martinez is in for him. Uh, but this is going to be, I think, the most interesting part of managing oh, this team. Yeah, U.S. pitching is not it's how that you line heavy. it up. I think we're going to get a lot of guys for a couple innings at a time. Yeah. I mean, starters, you got Merrill Kelly. You got Lance Lynn. Um, Kyle Freeland. Yeah. Nicholas. Brady Singer. Adam Wainwright. All right. Yeah. You could piece this together. Yeah. We're going to see, I think, out of starters for the U.S., like, we're going to see like three, four innings, and then, and then we're going to see that bullpen come in and lock uh, it down. Very, the lineup to me is where we're going to – yeah, I'm very interested Back in the teams. pitching. Which, if you get out of pool play, like you're gonna need some pitchers to be be around, be around, get those pitches uh, thrown. Um, I'm, I'm gonna to take the U.S. as we talk about them, and and we can spend a little more time because majority of our audience is uh, from the United States of America. You got Pete Alonso, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Trey Turner, Bobby Witt Jr. on the in the infield, all starters. Major League Baseball. In the outfield, you have Mookie Betts, Jeff McNeil, Cedric Mullins, Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker. Hmm. All starters in Major League Baseball. So they're one of the only teams that has that. Every single position. And what was our note that Dolan had here about them? Like, not only do they have MLB starters at every position, but um, there are... All-stars and silver sluggers at nearly every position. There are more all-stars on the roster than there are available positions to play them. The lineup's crazy. They will have yeah, all-stars on the bench. Going back to what he said, you know, he's like, if Cedric Mullins goes on a heater, he's not going to replace Mike Trout. Like, he'll move Cedric to a corner. Like, you know, yeah. so he's going to have some decisions to make, which I think is probably going to be one of the better storylines of... Uh, this WBC, if you're following the uh, the U.S. team, like who's going to play? And I know I said it's a selfless tournament, but you're going to, if you're there and you're committing your time to this thing and not getting ready for the season like you typically would, man, you're going to want to play. Like you're going to want your team to win, but you're going to want to be part of the reason they win. So I think that is going to be to be very interesting for me. But yeah, I have them advancing. And I guess the big question is now, James, who do you have as the other team advancing from this pool? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have USA winning with DeRosa's thoughts there. What do you mean? I just think um, if they're just getting everyone at bats and like you don't have them their, necessarily their goal is to advance at a pool play, maybe they might not get the one seed. I have no idea. Oh, they're winning. Okay, They're I like winning. that. Um, I really like Mexico's rotation. I do. Uh, I think they have a better pitching. I think their pitching almost rivals the U.S. in a way. I mean, I just... Um, Julio Arias, Jose Urquidy, uh, Taiwan Walker. Then you have some other arms down there. To, uh, a lot of relievers. Patrick Sandoval. Sandoval, but Sandoval's also like a lot story. of relievers to really help out. I... I do like that. I just don't love their lineup as much as the U.S. They have Verdugo, 
That's interesting. Well, yeah, that mm-hmm. could, yeah, definitely not as much as the U.S., right. but I think it, as far as the tournament goes, yeah. like, this is a, they have a very one of the real lineup. Teams. They have a real lineup. Yeah, Mexico's, and they are the second favorite in this pool. I don't know if I just want to ride chalk the whole time. I mean, Great Britain, uh, we can just write off. It's going to be exciting to watch uh, Lucius Fox play. And if you're a Mariner fan, tune into all Great Britain's game. If you're a diehard Mariner fan, because your number one prospect, Harry Ford, sounds very British, is playing for them. So you're going to want to see what he can do. But yeah, I don't have, that's, that's kind of all my notes on Great Britain. I don't think they're going to surprise us. The one surprise here could be Canada. You know, they have some real deal ball players on their team. And this is another team that's, you know, pretty familiar with international play. A lot of these guys have done it before. Uh, Freddie Freeman is, is suiting up for them, which I think is really cool. Tyler O'Neill, uh, Tyler O'Neill, O'Neill who looks it. absolutely jacked. I don't know if you see pictures of him at Cardinal Spring Training. Oh my goodness, I man. haven't yet. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. MLB, I think MLB posted something, and it looks like he's got like five biceps rolled into one. Doesn't help you hit Tyler. I'm just telling you, but it looks cool. Also, shout out Mariners fans again. Matt Brash will be pitching. He's going to be fun to watch this year. Uh, Pavetta, Quantrill, this is for Team Canada. I don't love it. I like Mexico. I like Colombia. They have fun names. You know, they have Gio Urshela, Donovan Solano. They Chats have, wins, just signed him. They have Jorge Alfaro, uh, Oscar Mercado. Like, fun names. Um, but I don't know if they're pitching. They got Quintana. They got uh, Julio Tehran. How do you say that last name again? You got, you crushed you got it. it. Um, fun name to see again. If, I'm, if I'm, I'm taking shoot, Mex- I'm taking Team Mexico here. You know what? Then I will. I'll just do Team Colombia because I I just feel like I can't ride chalk off all my pool play picks, even though you kind of probably you kind of probably can. I want Canada to come out of this because I want the U.S. to just beat Canada. I think that's mm-hmm. like a fun storyline. I can't. I think Mexico is a really good team. I think they're. I take Mexico as well. Whatever, I'll get. I'll get maybe more upsets in my bracket at the end. But I mean, that Mexico pitching staff's pretty good, and then they got yes. bats too. What What are their odds? Did I just say they're on the sheet at the bottom? Yeah, here. Mexico twenty two hundred. So they're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I like I got U.S. and yeah, U.S. and Mexico for me. All right. Any other teams or, or or notes on the other squads in this pool that we need to talk about? No, we kind of covered it all. Pool D is pool D. basically the death pool. That's why they made it Pool D because poor, poor team Israel, poor oh team gosh. Israel. Jeez. It's Dominican Republic, Israel, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and Israel. Sorry, guys. I mean, you got Dick Blyer, like him. Jock. Jock Peterson's playing. Um, Danny Valencia, former teammate of mine. It's going to be a tough go because yes. also you these are teams that, like I said earlier, they've been playing a lot of these guys in the Caribbean series. So they're just also going to be a little more ready, they, a little more in season than guys that aren't. So, Nicaragua also in the pool. We missed them in the rundown. Nicaragua also in the pool. First time they're making it. They have some cool pitchers um, like Jonathan Luizaga from the Yankees, Erasmo Ramirez, but uh, Brewers prospect Carlos Rodriguez is playing with them, so you can check that out. But I, I don't have Nicaragua advancing. I mean, this is a three-team race, and it might be a two-team race for the second place because the Dominican Dominicans Republic are- is... Is crazy. Let's just go over who they have kind of on the position player side. In the outfield, it's going to be Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez, Eloy Jimenez, who I hope is not in the outfield. Just get this, let this guy hit. Get him out of the outfield. And Teoscar Hernandez. That is a very nice outfield, James. In the infield, Willie Adamas, Robinson Cano, get him on the bench. Nelson Cruz, I think, is like a, is like a, the GM of Who's the Who's their team other second something? baseman? I think Cano they had listed as a starter. I mean, he well, just—I mean, I guess Cattell Marte is, would be is the Cano just base. played in the Caribbean series, man, and like they love him in the DR. I know, I know. 
And, but they uh, have they have guys. They have they have younger right, guys. He was that have in to the play. Caribbean I mean, series. He was turning like in the play. He was turning like beautiful plays at second, like lazily still. You know, they look yeah. casually. But they so, got they got guys who are shortstops that can move. I know. I'm just saying the way that you <laughs> said Derosa said I'm not not playing Trey Turner. That is maybe how the DR is talking True. about Robinson Cano. Uh, a guy's a oh, legend I don't think so. in our country. I'm not. I'm just saying I don't maybe think so. he just played in the <laughs> if Caribbean series. If he's hot, series. like. If he gets hot, maybe, dude. But look at these guys they have. I, under- I, mean, I understand. I'm just saying Pena. this is like a, a guy. He's coveted over there. Manny Machado, Jeremy Pena, Wander Franco, Rafael Devers, Willie Adamas. I know, I, mean, I know. Jim Segura even is like, I would obviously play him over Robinson Cano. This team is absolutely stacked. And we haven't even talked about, you know, the guys that are going to be throwing for them as well. It is, uh, they're, they're moving on. Their they GM is also their DH. That's that's my favorite part. Of that's awesome. Nelson Cruz is. Uh, I've you've seen you've seen manager player. Have you ever seen GM player? <laughs> yeah, actually, we have in the Blitzball. Yeah. Uh, challenge. Yeah. All right. Um, kind of the GM of every team. Yeah. That is. Uh, they're stacked. The Dominican Republic. So I have Sandy them. Win- Alcantara. I mean, I have them. Have, I have them winning, and oh. so do you. They're they're also the odds-on favorites to win the whole damn thing. So then it comes down to Puerto Rico versus Venezuela. Trev, um, Puerto Rico has a, a lot of players. They have Javi Baez, Francisco Lindor, Edwin Diaz, the Mets from twenty twenty one. They were Team Puerto Rico for a little bit. If you went to a game in Queens, it was awesome. Their banners are singing. Still might be that way, but they lost Baez. It's like Edwin too. So more yeah. Mets. Yeah, Carlos Correa is going to miss the tournament. Um, oh, he's got a new Gosh. child born. Awesome, good for him. Yachty is not catching, but he's managing, or he's in the manager's office. Is he? Is he actually the manager? I believe he's the. He I is think he's the, the manager. manager. Okay. Um, Stroman, who was the MVP in 2017 for Team USA, is now pitching for Puerto Rico. Jose Barrios is pitching for Puerto Rico. It's a pretty good, pretty good roster. This is a really good roster. And if you're, yeah, between Puerto Rico and Venezuela, I mean, I thought I was going to lean Puerto Rico here, but Venezuela has some absolute dogs on their team too. So this is, this is the one, I think they're both plus 1100 in DraftKings odds here. So they're both kind of Vegas sees them evenly matched. I think I'm going to lean Team Puerto Rico here, um, and I'm not really sure why. I don't have a good reason. I think sometimes it's okay to admit that. Although when you look at Venezuela, like they have an offense that could just absolutely go off too. Oh, my gosh. So DraftKings – Because of their their coaching staff? DraftKings has them the third and fourth most likely to win the whole thing, and the DR the one. So the one, three – and five, sorry, one, three, uh, one, two, three, four, the four and five. So one, four, and five are all from Pool D. So three of the highest likely to win, according to DraftKings odds, are from this pool. That means that, like, the, the pool A, One of them can't make elimination. Pool A I, and pool... Pool A doesn't have anyone as high as these three teams. That sucks. I'm changing my pick. I'm taking Venezuela. I Damn. think their lineup's just better. I like Venezuela. I think their, line, too. their lineup is better. Yeah, you got Altuve, Arise, and in a small series, Trev. I like those guys' skill sets. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, just you know, playing the game. They also Miggy Rojas is there. Glaber Torres. Glaber's playing. Uh, yeah. Ah, Eugenio Suarez. Um, Andres Jimenez. Yeah, Miggy Rojas. This outfield is a very much a talking baseball outfield. We have Ronnie Jr. And then we got the freight train, David Ooh. Peralta, and then your guy, dude, Santander. And you got Chirinos and, and, and Salvi uh, behind the dish. I really, really like that for them. I um, do too. Damn, I, I mean, I'm going Venezuela. I'm not going to change, so we're going to be the same here. But I, Miguel Cabrera and, there giving advice as a DH. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. Miggy Cab's like in a big at bat. Kind of like it. I'm, I'm taking Venezuela and in. the Dominican to move on from this ball. Although, man, I mean, obviously Puerto Rico, um, it's got a real, real shot at this too. Yeah. Damn. I think I've gone all chalk. No, no, no. Uh, you had sure. you had Netherlands, and they're not. Yes, I did. They're not chalk. I did, you're right. Um, but I think I went all chalk because <laughs> you what? told me because I was trying to be different and I wasn't. So, 
Boring. But now we're going to fill out the rest of our bracket that we've made now, Trev, right? That's how we're yes. going to wrap this up. And also I'm going to ask you what hat you think is the best hat out of all the hat designs while I... People are not going to like my answer. Okay. I mean, do you like Netherlands? It's kind of cool. I like Venezuela's simple. Oh, you're asking me right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't. I like China's hat. I like China's hat a lot, dude. If like I'm just going by aesthetic, oh, like I just yeah. kind of dig it. Yeah. Just talking hats. Yeah. Just talking hats. BBD, you like Team Israel? That's it cool. Is a, that is a pretty cool hat. Because I was thinking I can't. Chatter. I was thinking I can't wear any of these. I'm not from the country, but you can wear. I could Jewish, you could one. pop that one on. I could wear no whatever problem. I want. Why can't uh, I wear? Trev, you can't wear whatever. Besides you China. can't wear China. I, yeah, and you can't wear. You can't wear, um, you can't wear Italy now with that last name. What you think that the Italians hate my French last name? Czech Republic hat's kind of cool. James, when I went to Italy over the summer, I bonded with the people, so I definitely would wear a Team Italy hat. I like Venezuela. I don't know why that color combo and just that V is making me enjoy it. Um. All right, let's fill out our bracket then to round this out, Trev. So, Might be one more thing to read before you yes, do it. Uh, and uh, whichever team Trevor picks, their odds will probably be boosted because Trev gave them better help. Mm. <laughs> this show is sponsored by Better Help, and so our upcoming brackets are sponsored by Better Help. Thanks uh, for helping us out here. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. And you can visit betterhelp.com slash talking baseball today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash talking baseball. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you, which is who you should strive to be. Because that's who, you know, your loved ones don't want you to be. And you should strive to make your loved ones happy. And when you feel empowered, you're more empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if that's what you want. So Talking Baseball is uh, going to get you 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Talking Baseball. Okay. Awesome. Nick Pavetta expected to drop out of WBC after it oh. set him back some days. Nick. Well, we didn't have Canada. He was Canada, right? Yep. We didn't have them anyway. I don't think that affects our picks, but. Trev, in the quarterfinals, you have Korea facing off against Cuba. We both have Korea versus Cuba. This is a single game elimination. I'm taking Korea. Really? I'm taking Korea. I think that um, this means a lot to the Korean team. You know, we get they get a lot of former MLB players. Um, and guys come over and kind of have, you know, some guys will come over there and kind of go off. I think this is a chance for them to really say, look, our Korean league is just as good as the Japanese league and we can play in major league baseball as well. I, th- I just think this is like a proving ground for them. And I think it means more to them than it does the Cuban team. So I'm going with that motivation. I don't know if that is just way off in left field, but I think that's what I'm going with here. Byung-ho Park, big homer in that game. Um, I'm going Cuba. I don't know why. You almost convinced me to change. I was passionate what you said. I appreciate it. I think I it's think true. I lot, think it's true. Because uh, it, can't you say a lot for Cuba as well? Like we're a new nation. We're allowing people back. Things are changing. Let's show I the think world that's that. where I'm getting a little bit of tension in the in a team dissension in the roster. Okay. Fair. The haves and the have-nots. Fair. Um, all right. So you have, damn, this is going to get confusing. I'm going to try to do two brackets at once. Um, and the other matchup on the left side in the quarterfinal, you have pool B winner, Japan. We both have Japan, mm-hmm. uh, versus I have, I have Taiwan. You have Netherlands. I'm taking Japan and that one. I think Japan's going to be in the finals here. Okay. So I'm going to take Japan as well because they're always pretty good. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, they're always pretty good. And then that, that gives us, uh, well, that gives you Japan versus Korea, and they were in the same pool with each other, so that's an interesting thing. Now they're like, all right, let's match up again. I have Japan versus Cuba. I have Japan beating them, and so do you. So we both have Japan yes. getting to the uh, semifinal or the, the, the championship. That would put them in the championship, the championship. Right? Yes. Okay. I, I, I believe wholeheartedly that Japan will be in that championship game. They just know how to play international baseball, um, and they have some really, really high-end talent on that team. I mean, Shohei Otani has to – like. If we talk about like the man behind the curtain pulling the strings, you have to have Shohei Otani in the finals. And I think we're going to get that. Okay. Well, we both had DR winning pool D and they would play pool C runner up. We both had Mexico, but I did say that, you know, maybe there's a chance us ends up in that runner up. You don't want to be in the runner up because I think Dominican public's coming for you. Um, I don't think Mexico can pull it off unless, oh, I just pictured an upset. I did too. Like you I know, pictured you got Urquidy Urquidy doing and it. Urias just shutting them down. Just the combo. That is going to be an intense game. That's I'm su- talking camping, people. Intense. That's such an upset. I'm, I'm choosing it just so people are like, oh, you're crazy. You're stupid. And then I could be like, oh, I did it. I did it. I'm the best. I'm taking Dominican. Yeah, smart, <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> Too much dang talent on that Dominican so roster, much. man. It's crazy. So much. It's crazy. I want chaos. All right, then we both have the U.S. playing uh, Venezuela. I'm Not going now. U.S. I'm chalking it you know up because what? I believe that it's good for the game if we have the heavyweights in the finals, so I'm going U.S. Maybe I just wanted to create an easier path for the U.S. Because, you know, now that I got Mexico using all their big bullets on DR, U.S. is going to breeze right past. Wow, USA versus Japan in the final for me. <laughs> Wait, Oh yeah, you picked. Okay, so you have I picked U.S. I picked over Mex- Mexico. Yeah, that, my, I, 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 meant, I you you have to pick the DR. U.S. versus the DR in the semis to face Japan in the championship game. I think this is the Artie Moreno Bowl. I think we're gonna get Shohei versus Trout. I think the world needs to see that happen. I'm taking the U.S. baby. Uh, well, we have the same final matchup. And we're both just counting out DR so bad. I'm not discounting the DR. I'm just saying that I, I just don't make me go back to my pick, James. No, I, mean, I want to go, go back, back on, on mine. Country. And I want to go back on mine because I'm looking at if we put out this graphic, you know, everyone gets mad at those all the time. It's like, uh, really, guys? But DR probably finds their way there. Gosh, More you're fun. totally right. The DR is going to win, aren't they? I don't know. We kind of just went chalk the whole time. But you know what? It was a thought exercise that allowed us to share all our beautiful insight on this tournament, and it worked out really well, I think. Time. Time out. Yeah, you're changing? I'm taking the DR. Over U.S.? I want to see this happen so badly. I want Shohei versus Trout. I really do. I think that would be just like the pinnacle of the tournament to see these guys go at it. I think I'm taking U.S. to win in the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pandering. We invented the damn sport, Trev. Just because we taught you can't invent a sport, teach other places, force them to like it if you were occupying them via the military or religion, and then, and then they get better at it and beat you at it. You know, if you invent a game, you got to win it. James, it's kind of what's happened. I don't know if you've watched baseball lately, but... Yeah, the U.S. has never have they have, has the U.S. ever won? They won last. They won last time. last time. I wasn't interested in it last time. I'm interested in it now. Adam Jones made that catch. I think that was last time. Yeah. Damn. No, dude, that I hope was I don't... no, that was before. That oh, was not 2017. That was 2013 or something like that. No, I think that was 17. When, oh, maybe. Yeah. When he, years are blended he, together. Adam Jones robbed. Manny Machado? It's um I almost yeah, have my no. 20th high school reunion, so time means nothing to me. Um now. I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, 
People and are saying 2017, so you're right. I now. hope that I nice. stay interested in this, unlike 2017. I don't even I haven't even given my winner yet. I don't even remember. Oh, sorry. U.S. already won. Japan no one cares anymore. Damn. Versus the DR. Yeah. Japan takes the whole dang thing. It sounded like you liked them. You like their ability to play they international just no ball, baseball. man. They play like these games. They can win a single their game. Their style translates everywhere, is what you're saying, as a unit, yes. as a whole. Like, they're not going to strike out, bro. Like, if if they decide not to strike out, they won't strike out. I like that. All right. Hey, that's the World Baseball Classic preview episode on Talking Baseball. I don't know if we're going to heavily follow along on the show. Maybe little segments here and there. But hopefully... Or check in before... You got some insight. We'll all check in together. Our social team will be covering it for sure. See you guys later. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. And a pirate now. Pirate now. Boom, boom, boom. Japan. I also want to switch my hat choice. Can't choose China. I'm Can't choose that. You're out. No, Australia and Korea are my next two favorites. US, like let's get a free, let's get a fresh logo. US, you've been using that thing since 2000. That, uh, it feels I, like I, it's I, from that. You know?